Hey baddies, welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Baddie Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to glow up into the best version of yourself possible. I'm really excited about this episode. This morning, I actually had a thought. I was getting ready for a bridal shower and today is day one of my period. So I was feeling extremely bloated and typically when it's day one of my period and I know that I'm bloated and just clothes aren't fitting me the right way or I'm about to put on a tight dress and you could see the bloat, I would be in my head and I'd just feel so insecure and just I, I would feel so anxious about going because I'd just be so in my head about what other people are thinking or other people thinking that I'm looking bloated. All of these like stupid thoughts like, you know, that's usually what will come up in my brain. But because I have been working towards becoming the best version of myself possible and loving myself and pouring into myself, those thoughts didn't even cross my mind. I have been learning to love myself unconditionally and that is what we want to motivate you guys to do as well so that you can show up as your most confident self no matter like what phase you're in because in order to be a hot girl like hot girls love themselves unconditionally and they're always glowing no matter what I love that for you that story is so inspiring and it's really good for your mindset to speak positively about yourself and it's also a little foreshadowing into what's to come this episode because Mm -hmm. I can see that you clearly had an identity shift where the old version of you would have used a lot of negative self-talk but this shift in your identity and your way of being has become so much more positive and I just see how it shows up in your day to day with little stories like that. Mm-hmm. And it really little things like that make a huge difference with your self-esteem and your confidence in your day to day. So I love that for you. Thanks, girl. Yes. I thought you were about to go in for a fist pump. <laughs> I don't know what I was going in for. but <laughs> Anyway, to get started, we really want to emphasize the action and the steps that we want you to take to become her. And I'm sure that you have seen tons of social media posts about her, the high value woman, it girl, hot girl. And what we want to talk about first is defining who her is. And this is important Mm -hmm. because we all have to remember that her is going to be different for each one of us. Mm -hmm. There's no one way to be a hot girl. You know, you're a hot girl because you believe you're a hot girl because Mm. you're confident and because you're doing the work to show up as your version of a hot girl Mm -hmm. right yes we're all hot girls as long as we are doing the work to feel confident Mm -hmm. and capable and in control of our lives so if you feel that you're ready to step into this higher version of yourself and become her We really want to take time to define what being our best self or being a hot girl or what being her means to us. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is going to take a lot of self-reflection. This is mine and Sarah's like favorite activity. (laughs) Um, But it's true, you know, getting in tune and figuring out answers to these types of things is key to stepping into who you want to be. So... The things that you can ask yourself to try to get a better idea of what being your best self means is what actions does she take? How does she show up for herself? What are her beliefs? 
and really get specific with this stuff like you are creating your own identity Mm -hmm. and you are recognizing the things and the actions and the behaviors and the feelings you have Mm -hmm. when you're at your absolute best so there's no limit here you know you can truly create your life and then figure out what it takes to get there so if right now you are truly unhappy with how you're how you're feeling and how your life is going you need to acknowledge that because you aren't going to be able to step into this her or your version higher self if you can't recognize right now that what you're doing or the actions that you're taking or the habits that you have aren't working for you and they're making you super unhappy Mm -hmm. so be willing to admit that you're sick of your own shit you're feeling you know tired fed up with it and you're just basically sick and tired of feeling sick and tired of your own shit and you're ready to make a change so remember that it's okay to feel like this and it's okay to give yourself space to recognize that maybe you don't have a lot of good habits that you feel proud of because Mm -hmm. recognizing that is the first step to being able to define what your best self actually looks like yeah and I want to like emphasize too that being a hot girl doesn't just mean like oh you look good like you have a clean aesthetic this that and a third like it doesn't just mean that I personally feel like having confidence and being a hot girl all stems down to how you show up for yourself daily and like it's within the actions that you take and it's within how you speak to yourself daily it's not about how you look at the end of the day I think that too many females really put so much emphasis on their bodies and thinking that they're going to be happiest when they achieve a certain goal or they look a certain way or they lose a certain amount of weight or when the scale says a certain number, that's when they think that they're going to be a hot girl and that they're going to be their best self. But that's like far from the truth. There are so many girls that I've coached that have reached their end goal, but they're still waiting for more and not feeling completely satisfied. And that's because they're too focused on a physical result versus focusing on the actions that they're taking to get there focusing on their daily thoughts their daily habits all of those things that contribute to the ultimate fact of being a hot girl exactly if if a clean aesthetic and is what being a hot girl means to you then that's going to be a part of it Mm -hmm. but But it shouldn't be the full exactly And, and it's interesting because you can think of someone who might be like the most beautiful girl in the world for example like victoria's secret models or like supermodels in general obviously are known to be so beautiful and like have a great image but so many of them feel so insecure and yeah. just so unhappy and have no confidence because of like their own mental health and yeah. their own you know lifestyle or like the certain things that they're going through so for sure really being a hot girl is honestly just being confident mm-hmm. so what do you have to do in your everyday life to feel confident and show up with this positive confident mindset where you don't feel like you need to be ashamed of who you are or hide who you are or like feel negative about certain things it's Mm -hmm. just being happy with yourself to me that's what being a hot girl is yeah I agree 100% so that's step number one acknowledge what being a hot girl is to you or what your best self looks like get specific envision her and then you can start to become her. Mm -hmm. And I do also believe that the second step, it all comes down to this, and it's called an identity shift, 
you have to have a shift in your identity because if your current identity doesn't match your desired identity so like your desired identity is like what the hot girl means to you and like what she does who she is how she feels all that like that's your desire if your current identity and your current thoughts and beliefs and stuff like that doesn't match what you're working towards this is where the self-sabotage will come into place and what I mean by identity shift, I learned a lot of this from Dr. Bruce Lipton as well. We as humans are heavily programmed and we have coping mechanisms that are reflective of what we experience as a child. And those key moments in your life, like what you experience as you're growing up, like the th- like anything that you're put through when you're growing up, all of those things frame your belief systems your thoughts your perception of reality right now as it is and on a day-to-day basis basically you're operating from that state of being so like what you've learned and experienced and the beliefs that you've developed throughout childhood you're operating from that state of being which just keeps giving you that same outcome aka the one that you don't want okay so for example if i was somebody who really wanted to get into going to the gym and become like a fitness chick or a gym girl but i'm still stuck in this mindset that i'll never be a gym girl and everybody has it easier and i'm still repeating that to myself whether it's subconsciously or actually i'm saying it it's going to be so much harder for me to become that gym girl because I don't have the right mindset. So I would actually have to be like, I am a gym girl. I go to the gym Mm -hmm. and that's going to be motivation and actually help change my psychology to make it easier for me to follow through with that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's your, your beliefs. I've, I've been saying like, you have to be Delulu until you reach the Salulu. So like you have to like be delusional and like, almost like fake it till you make yeah, it in I'm other words um believe that you are a gym you have to just fake it and say these things all the time and that's where your programming and your identity shift will come into place because again your programming is what's holding you back from receiving all the things that you want in life and it's because 95 percent of our actions our thoughts our emotions is subconscious and only five percent of what we do and what we think and stuff like that is conscious. So you're basically running on a program because 95% of what we do is subconscious and all of the beliefs that you've built up in your childhood, those are subconscious. And if you have all these negative beliefs that you don't even know that you currently have, those are the things that are really controlling your life. So you have to choose to stop being a victim to your programming in order to start becoming or working towards that girl that you want to be and working towards becoming the best version of yourself. So we have to really get down to the root cause in order to become that. And you you can't change your habits until you change your subconscious beliefs, yeah, I feel. Exactly. I mean, what the, the what goes on in our brain literally drives everything that we do. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that we wouldn't even really be aware of it unless we're actively trying to spot them. Mm-hmm. But that's hard because a lot of people don't want to admit that they need to make a change. And if you're still within that mindset, you're not going to change Mm-mm. because you need to be willing to recognize the things that you're doing wrong in your own opinion, maybe mm-hmm. someone else doesn't think it's wrong, but it's something that you don't feel happy about that you do. Mm-hmm. So you have to admit that it, at first admit it and then move forward from there. 
And the good news is that you can reprogram your programming. But first, in order to do that, you obviously have to recognize where you're currently struggling and what current beliefs are holding you back. Because otherwise, like, how would you even know what you need to reprogram and what you want to reprogram in your mind? So make sure that you take time to recognize where you struggle, journal about it, write it down so that you can then move on to the next step, which is putting new programs into your subconscious mind and that's how you're going to reprogram yourself you reprogram yourself through your theta state and that is the direct access to your subconscious mind and that is where your current program is stored in your subconscious and basically the subconscious mind learns in two different ways so that's through hypnosis and repetition just like with any other thing like you have to constantly repeat it in order to have something stick or have something actually like develop into like what you want it to be so hypnosis you can actually go and see a hypnotherapist that is something that I actually did I went through like I think it was like 16 weeks of hypnotherapy I went to one session a week and it was honestly very very life-changing and my therapist helped me recognize a lot of the subconscious beliefs that I've had from childhood that I didn't even know that I had because there was like a lot of blockage I'm not going to go into too much detail of how she did it but basically like she'd put me in like a light trance and we would tap into my subconscious and basically visualize these things and I would kind of just reprogram a lot of the beliefs that I have and kind of like throw away that folder and replace it with a new one with more positive beliefs that I I want to instill in my life. So that's one way that you can do it. But if you don't have access to a hypnotherapist, don't worry, there's actually another way that you can do it. And that is creating a voice recording. So basically, you would create a voice recording. Also, this is not something that I made up. This is just through research. And this is something that Dr. Bruce Lipton also talks a lot about. So if you want to like look more into it, you can definitely just like look up him and his method. It's very interesting. But basically, you would just create a voice recording explaining your new program, your new beliefs, your new reality. And with so much energy that it feels so real listening to it. And you want to use positive affirmations in the present tense. So basically as if it already exists. So an example would be like, I am a confident baddie and I am capable of achieving anything that I want to achieve. Or I am free and I I am free from fear or... I have so much confidence that I feel so happy and so amazing when I wake up every single day. I'm so excited when I wake up every single day because I'm living my dream life. It has to be affirmations that support your desired reprogramming and it also has to be in the present tense. And if you're feeling stuck or resistant during this process of writing out things in the present tense or you just have no idea how to write it or even what to write... I get it because that's exactly how I felt and I would turn to Susan and I would literally be like I don't know and she'd be like yes you do like it's okay to feel resistant and don't beat yourself up if it doesn't just flow to you you might just need to do or approach it a different way what helped me was first like listing out your current programming we already talked about this and what your daily thoughts about yourself are what your daily thoughts about your life are and life in general how do you feel each day why are you feeling that way how do you want to feel each day and how can you start feeling that way and then you can kind of just rewrite that story using positive affirmations 
as if you are already living it. The point is to get specific and speak in the present tense. And then after you have your affirmations listed, record yourself saying them and then you will have your new program. And then the next step is to listen to this recording every single night as you were laying down in bed. And the point of this is, is that when you fall asleep, that program that you're it's literally you speaking to yourself too is playing in your subconscious mind because you're that mean your subconscious mind is now shut off and then after you repeat this consistently over time this will be your new program and this will be your new reality and over time as each day goes on you're going to notice all these little changes that keep happening in your life and all these things that keep manifesting because you have your new program this strategy is so interesting to me because mm-hmm. basically you're like hypnotizing yourself yeah. because before you go to sleep remember that's when you enter the theta state and then you just have this recording playing in your head like i am loved i am living my dreams i am happy and this is just repeating over and over Mm -hmm. like hypnotizing your mind it's honestly really cool to think about that we can hypnotize ourselves into being our best happiest self remember also that when you are doing this work and you are trying to shift your identity you know internally shift your world but the external world like isn't quite matching this new internal program it might feel like easy to start saying this isn't working Mm -hmm. this is pointless overall you just fall back into that negative mindset this negative way of thinking is what leads us to self-sabotage and prevent ourselves from reaching that new identity because those are actually limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and they're going to kind of block your path or your hypnosis reprogramming and make it so much harder for you to step into that better self yeah because remember your body wants to keep you safe and stuck where you are so it's going to fight like fucking hell it's going to put up a fight to keep you exactly where you are during this process So that's why it's really important to just become aware of your everyday thoughts and stuff so that you can consistently remind yourself of your new programming when you tend to fall into this mindset of those negative beliefs that you were having. Instead of letting yourself continue with that negative way of thinking, if you're able to catch it, you can stop yourself from thinking that and try to be more grateful Mm -hmm. or look at the situation with a more grateful attitude. For example... I'm grateful that I have been able to recognize areas in my life where I want to make a change and I am changing. Mm -hmm. That would be a way to shift that negative thought into a more positive mindset and keep you on that progressive journey to becoming your best self. Amen, baby. Remember, you have to be the Lulu (laughs) until you reach the Lulu. You're not going to change overnight. Just trust the process, stay positive, and you are going to be able to make that identity shift. After that second step of making your identity shift, we can move into the third step, which would be to focus on building habits that make you feel like this hot girl or this high value woman that you have defined. So what this means is you need to determine what habits and what routines need to be implemented and maintained in your day-to-day for you to show up as her on the daily. So for example, if your affirmation is that you're healthy and you're fit, habits that you would need to implement in your life are healthy eating and going to the gym. And in order to maintain going to the gym and in order to maintain feeling healthy, 
it may take more habits in order to achieve that. So basically, you want to set yourself up for success. And there's going to be habits that you have to instill into your day to day to help you follow through with the initial habits that you want such as like going to the gym so for example if you want to start going to the gym in the morning well what habits can you implement to make this a little bit easier on yourself you can pick out your outfit the night before so that you have you're not like waking up in the morning with a scrambled like with a scrambled brain and be like oh like I still have to pick out an outfit I still have to make a pre-workout I still have to get my snack ready still have to do this it takes all that thought and guesswork out you're waking up already motivated because you already set the intention the night before that you're going to do this by picking out your clothes and setting yourself up for success you want to take away any resistance that there might be for Mm -hmm. you to follow through with that habit it's not as simple as just saying i want to go to the gym and then all of a sudden you're going to start going to the gym you need to set yourself up for success like sarah said kind of dig a little bit deeper this is just an example your habits are going to be specific to you and what you want to feel like and what you want to do so it's going to take a little bit of work to figure out what those habits are we also know that building and breaking habits is really really hard so we wanted to share some of our personal strategies that work really well for us to stay on track with our hot girl habits so the first one is habit stacking so to make the habits that you're currently doing little bit easier and to kind of take away that resistance as Kat said think of ways in which you can stack your habits and stack the habit that you want to implement into your life into something that you're already currently doing so for example if you want to start your mornings with gratitude or positive affirmations and you already wake up in the morning and you're going into the bathroom to brush your teeth obviously I hope that you're brushing your teeth every single morning girlies <laughs> you're going into the bathroom brushing your teeth doing your normal like hygiene stuff you can be like this is the perfect time for me to implement some gratitude and affirmation work so I'm going to make it a habit every single day after I brush my teeth to read off some positive affirmations or to look at myself in the mirror and speak out loud three things that I'm grateful for and then over time it's going to become a habit and it's not even going to be something that you need to think about it's just going to become a normal part of your day-to-day and it's realistic because reading those affirmations or saying them in in the mirror is only going to take a few minutes so there's no reason for you to be like oh I can't do this right now and and skip it Mm -hmm. another strategy is habit replacing so this could be very useful if you have like a bad habit that you want to kick and replace it with something new so for example the first thing that comes to my mind is vaping I know that vaping is Mm -hmm. something that a lot of people do and they want to try to break it but it's obviously super super addictive and really hard to kick but something that you could think about is Every time that you feel that urge to go vaping or hit your vape, you can go vaping. (laughs) (laughs) You can do something else instead. For example, if you want to start walking more, every time you feel the need to hit your vape, instead go outside and take a couple minutes just to get your steps in, soak up the sun, and just get into touch grass. Yeah, exactly. Like use that to replace it Kat I really like that you brought up a different explanation of habit habit building tactics I actually never heard of this I've heard of Andrew Humerman I absolutely love that man love him yeah I love him so much he's amazing 
Um, do you want to explain that a little yes, bit? Yes, yes. Andrew Huberman, he always has such good ideas and good strategies that are backed up like by science and psychology. So when he talks about habits, he emphasizes the importance of implementing habits in the part of the day that makes sense. For example, in the morning is when we typically have more energy, more focus, more drive. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a time where we want to add in those habits that are going to take more energy, like going to the gym, journaling, reading, or maybe you want to start implementing like a, a work strategy that's in the morning is when you would implement those things. The mm-hmm. afternoon, we have less energy, but still more focus than at night. So maybe some habits that don't really take a lot of thought, but you still have energy and motivation to focus on them. And then at night, obviously, this is when we are like, tuning down trying to get ready to go to bed so this would be when you want to implement calmer more chill habits like self-care a skincare routine and this also might even be an opportunity for habit replacing because if you're focused on doing like your bedtime routine or your skincare it's going to take away time that maybe you would be spending on your phone and absorbing all that blue light before bed so it will just really help you Get, get better in, sleep. Yeah, get better sleep and just feel better about your day today. Mm-hmm. He also recommends um, choosing one to six habits to implement over the next 21 days. They say that it takes 21 days to make or break a habit. So this is a really good strategy to set yourself up for a challenge. You know, say, I'm going to start implementing one to six habits that are important to me and I'm going to try to hit them every day for the next 21 days. So Huberman says choose one to six habits, list them out. Obviously, they should be habits that are important to you and habits that are involved in getting you to your best version of yourself. And then over the next 21 days, do at least one to four of those habits every day and check off the list like physically check it off you can have it on a piece of paper or in your notes section see yourself checking them off every day for the next 21 days one thing that I really like doing we talked about this briefly I believe it was in our how can you balance it all podcast which was like episode two episode two yeah yeah you want to brain dump. You can brain dump the habits that you want to start implementing into your life and just choose a couple at a time, as Kat said, and be realistic at what you choose to start implementing. And then once when – like I personally would recommend with starting with at least one because then once when you – because one is realistic and then once when you build the habit of doing that and the routine of doing that, you're going to then build confidence within yourself because you're like, oh my god, like I can actually do this. And then you're going to be excited to start implementing all the other habits. And then next thing you know, like you're totally transformed and you're, you're bad as self. You're a baddie. You're a baddie yes, and you're grown up. Exactly. Baddies become baddies through realistic, actionable steps. So remember to mm, like be, <laughs> yes, be real with yourself and give yourself room to be successful. And also remember to like be kind to yourself and forgive yourself if it's not perfect. Yep. Like, If you wake up one day and you don't do your habit, this Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you have to be a failure and like give up and completely just go back to your old way. You literally can just try again the next day. And the more that you keep showing up and each day you have that attitude of if I mess up today, tomorrow is a new day. 
you won't feel like you need to give up and it's just going to make it a lot easier to stay consistent over time. Yep, exactly. I, a good example of that would be for me, I think it was this week or I don't even remember what week it was. It's crazy because I started building the habit of waking up early again and implementing like a self-care morning routine where I'm pouring into myself first and it's been amazing. I've been loving it so much. There was one, yeah, it was this week. It was Wednesday this week and I'm prime in the thick of my luteal phase so I just my energy levels weren't the best I had went out the night before to visit one of my besties so I got home a little bit later and then Hunter was up all night itching with his allergies and so I got no sleep but my phone went off in the morning I got up like I normally would but like it was extra hard waking up that morning I'm like oh my god like my I was dragging But since I put my phone in the bathroom, I like obviously had to physically get up. I'm standing in the bathroom, staring at myself in the mirror. And I'm like, I'm extremely tired. I feel so much resistance right now because I'm just so tired. And I was just like, you know what? It's completely fine. Today's a rest day for me anyways. It's not like we were going to work out or anything. So it's not like I'm skipping the gym. I was like, I'm going to listen to my body and I'm going to choose to go back to bed for a little bit so that I can be productive for the rest of my day. I woke up still with enough time to at least do journaling, something very small and realistic before I had to run out for my doctor's appointment. And I felt so positive and so great with that decision, whereas like the old me would have beat myself up for not for not just waking up and doing it like it's okay if you don't do it one day like you want to listen to your body and just because you don't do it one day doesn't mean that you're not going to follow through with yourself or you're not showing up for yourself putting yourself first and making sure that you're you have enough rest to show up in the day is showing up for yourself and is putting yourself first exactly showing up for yourself doesn't always look the same Mm -hmm. every single day and you don't have to be so rigid and follow this crazy routine where everything has to be the same every single day that's a really good example and a great story I think that we should also share like some of our personal favorite habits just to inspire you balance baddies out there to start implementing some of them into your own. Sarah, I know that you mentioned your you keep your phone in the bathroom, so that's probably one of your habits, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are some of your other habits that make you feel good? Yeah, the putting my phone in the bathroom habit has honestly been such a game changer for me. If you're somebody that struggles to get up out of bed in the morning to go to the gym, or if you're somebody that just wants to start waking up earlier so that you can pour into yourself first but you have the tendency of reaching over on your nightstand, snoozing your alarm, and just being like, oh, like I don't feel like getting up in the morning. You don't want to give yourself the option to snooze, sister. That's why I put my phone in the bathroom, and I haven't stopped getting up every single morning. Like Even Ryan was just like, I'm so proud of you for literally saying you're going to do something and do it. And I, I fully believe that it's, one, obviously because I set the intention of me wanting to do this and show up for myself, but two, it's because I built the habit of putting my phone in the bathroom every single night so that when my alarm goes off in the morning, I have no other choice but to get up and go into the bathroom, turn on the lights, and start my morning that way. I also like doing that on the weekends too, so I don't wake up on the weekends at six in the morning, but when I do wake up in the mornings and like an old habit of mine was I used to reach over on my nightstand, grab my phone first thing in the morning and just scroll. Like it doesn't matter. Like check my emails. I would answer messages. I would just or I'd go on Instagram. I would do all these things and that didn't help my mental health at all. 
And I decided I didn't like that. I didn't like the way that made me feel. I didn't want to start my morning with doing that. So even on the weekends, I have the habit of putting my phone in the bathroom so that I don't start my mornings that way. Another thing is my Ho'oponopono practice. It's basically a forgiveness practice. And I do affirmations in the mirror every single morning after brushing my teeth and doing my normal like hygiene stuff. Then another habit that I've also implemented was in my morning routines is choosing one of the following or multiple of the following. So typically I've been really liking meditation every single morning. So I'll do meditation, journaling, gratitude, breath work. I'd set intentions for the day. I'd write how I want or how can today be 1% better or how can I be 1% better today? What are some things that I'm letting go of? Just like a little bit of journaling or I'll do yoga, or I'll read for a little bit. I won't do all of these things. Typically, I've been liking just listening to myself and listening to like what my body needs every single morning and going based off of that. But I'll usually do one or three of these things depending on how much time I have and how much time I spend on the other thing. Another thing that I've been loving is implementing fermented foods. I've been posting all my habits on my Instagram story and I've actually made like a habit highlight reel just sharing like the current habits that I'm doing for you guys and also sharing like the benefits of them so you can definitely go check that out but I've been incorporating fermented foods and juicing just for overall skin health and gut health and then I've also been incorporating my seed cycling balls as well for hormone health, hormone balancing. I've also been incorporating lymphatic drainage as well at night. So this is a very, very new habit of mine that I just started incorporating. I was doing it in the morning, but I honestly didn't like it. And that's another thing. Like you may incorporate a habit and find that it doesn't work for you where you don't like it and you can move it around to like a different time that works best for you. I like ending my night with the lymphatic drainage because it just makes me feel good and it makes me feel more relaxed while I'm going to bed. Lymphatic drainage drainage just basically helps remove toxins and fluid and waste from your skin. It also helps with a lot of like sinus sinus pressure and congestion and acne and fine lines and wrinkles and puffy eyes and just swelling overall. I also have the habit of grocery shopping and meal prepping my ingredients every single Monday. This has been a habit of mine for like years, honestly. Like it's been a habit for quite some time and I love it. I can't live without it, honestly. I feel weird if I don't do it. And then also daily steps as well. So when I finish all like my morning routine, my workout, my breakfast, I'll come upstairs and I'll walk and I'll answer my client messages and do some work while I'm getting my daily steps in. And those are just a couple of my current favorite habits. What about you, Kat? What are some of yours? Let me just first say like I really love your habits. I feel like they're so aligned with getting you into your positive mindset and like and taking control of your day but also notice Mm -hmm. how some of these habits are very general like journaling meditation but the other ones are very specific to you Mm -hmm. it's very important to take time to and maybe you don't know what makes you feel good so maybe you need to try out some of these habits and and just because sarah does that doesn't mean that you you need to do it too but maybe some of her examples could be the habits that end up making you feel feel really good so yeah don't be, I like that yeah. yeah don't be afraid to like try something new or just try out a, a few different things and see, see what, what resonates with you I like that I like that you added that thank you <laughs> um but personally some of my habits are definitely morning affirmations um just like listing even if I don't even say all of the affirmations 
just saying like three of them to help set my mindset in a positive way is so so effective for following through with my day-to-day plan what habit did you like incorporate though to remember to do the affirmations in the mirror good question is I write them on Mm. a sticky note Mm -hmm. and I um I saw them they're cute yeah yeah (laughs) and they're so simple like I write the sticky note and then I I stick it on my mirror but it's like I am powerful here and now I am present I am living my real I am living my dreams just things that can help me stay present and stay focused love that thank you another one also is um a habit that I use to stop negative self-talk is when I notice that I am saying negative things I will immediately stop that thought and replace it with three positive thoughts instead and that was a huge huge game changer for my mindset it really really worked Mm. obviously it takes practice but repetition is what we're going through Mm -hmm. here um meditation journaling and having a spiritual practice in the morning before I get into like my workload is also really important for just making me feel calm and present if you aren't able to tell like my best self or my hot girl is very living in the now so I need to have habits that set my mindset up to stay present and not get lost in my thoughts I love that thank you yeah and another thing that I do to help me stay calm because I have this problem where I like hold my breath <laughs> for some reason yeah, I think I do yeah. too because I always feel pressure in my yeah. like upper back me too I like don't I'm a chest breather <laughs> yeah exactly like I have shallow breathing it's definitely improved because of my breath work but that habit of like holding my breath or shallow breathing can make you feel super on edge and super anxious mm-hmm. and that is not how I want to feel that is not how my hot girl self feels so just saying to myself like I want to take five minutes every day to do breath work it doesn't have to be at a specific time it doesn't have to be super rigid but just making sure that I take five to ten minutes every day to like tune into my breathing and really focus on taking deep breaths for example I'll breathe in for five seconds hold it for five seconds and then breathe out for five seconds this is a way to become more in tune with my breath and like have it more regulated I love that another one just really quick to add in for you baddies is if you struggle with anxiety one like uh, technique of breathing that I have personally been loving is two breaths in and one slow long one out it's been honestly crazy you do that for about like 30 to 40 seconds and you're gonna feel like an immediate immediate difference that's amazing yeah there's like different breathing pattern techniques that you can follow like the like the four seconds or like the two breaths one breath out they're related to different feelings like one can make you feel more focused the other one could make you feel more relaxed so if you want to focus on breath work, you can look it up online and like mm-hmm. learn which timing would be good for you. Another one of my habits, this is like really personal, but <clears throat> part of being my best self is being in tune with my emotions and like giving myself space to feel. But I've always struggled with like letting myself be sad or like mm-hmm. feel my emotions. But one thing that really helps me do that is listening to sad music so so if I notice that I'm like feeling down or just off in the day I can recognize that maybe I'm a little bit sad and I need to like be emotional I need to express it so I'll like listen to my sad playlist and then it will like prompt sadness memories in me and allow me to like cry and process those emotions it reminds me of 
the meme that Jada sent to us that it's okay if you're a bat baddies are sometimes still saddy yeah or if you're a baddie it's okay if you get a little saddy or something yes. like that you need to be remember. saddy yeah. like you can't pretend you have no feelings no. and be a baddie trust mm-hmm. me i tried baddies it feel their emotion <laughs> yeah baddies feel their emotions they're in tune with their emotions they allow themselves to express their emotions so that they can be their baddest self exactly exactly Another habit is just like my skincare routine Mm -hmm. um, and I switch it up every now and then. Like I won't do a full face mask every day, but I make sure that I do it twice a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And just planning out my week in general is another habit that makes me feel confident and in control of my life. And then the last habit that I'll share is um, this is a a habit stacking or like a habit combination because I have been setting the attention to like connect more with my friends, but also get out more, get outside more and walk. So recently I've set a habit up with one of my best friends to meet once a week at the boardwalk and walk the whole boardwalk. And it's just a great way to like get in nature more yeah, and be present exactly. yeah i love that when you told me that you did that with her i was like oh my god that's so cute i know I love it's it. so cute and like we talk and it just it brings us together good. yeah so. i love that thank you i love your habits too so <laughs> those are my habits and i hope that they can give you a little bit of inspo, inspo. again you just want to be realistic with your habits like don't incorporate these all at once start yeah. small we built these over time yeah we built these over time and Again, if you start small and realistic and you show to yourself and prove to yourself that like you can do it, it's going to motivate you to do it even more and even more. Whereas if you try, I get it, like you want to change everything all at once because you're excited, you're motivated, but you can't expect yourself or put that much pressure on yourself to change all of these things about yourself. It's just too overwhelming because if you do that and you like realize like this is a lot and you become overwhelmed and then you stop that's then going to make you feel bad about yourself or not following through. So again, you just want to be realistic so that you can just stay motivated and stay positive and feel good about what you're doing. Yes, we believe in you, baddies. We know that you've got this. You just have to figure out how you're feeling now, how you want to feel, shift that mindset and focus on implementing these habits. Yeah, and we. I also want to encourage you guys too to reach out to us on the Balance Fatty Podcast Instagram page and message us. We're holding you accountable right now. This is us holding your asses accountable. Why don't you message us one habit that you're going to start incorporating in your life? That's a really good idea. We'd love idea. to hear from you guys. Yeah. And then we can like check in on you in 21 days. Be like, yeah. How's it going? Yeah, how's it going, bestie? Yeah. How's that habit going? We're holding you accountable. Yeah, it's you it's accountable. tough love. It's tough love. So if yeah. you're up to that challenge, please do not hesitate to send us a message or even if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please reach out. We are always here for you we and we you appreciate backs. you so, so much. Yeah. Don't forget to share this episode to your story. Share it with a friend. Don't forget to leave a little rating for us as well if you've been loving our episodes and you find them helpful as well. We really appreciate it. We love you guys and we hope that you have the best week ever yes that's all we have for you today and we'll catch you next week